Hello, 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 everybody. It is Wednesday, December 9th. Oh my gosh, is it December 9th, 2020? How does it get to be the middle of the week already? This week, we're looking at humility and the benefits and the beauty of being humble. Monday, we looked at clothing yourself with humility. And when you get up in the morning and saying that prayer, looking in the mirror and asking for God's help and guidance to be a humble person and how doing things without the recognition is far greater than, you know, being noticed, I guess. Um, Today, we're going to read Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 6 from the New International Version. Ephesians 4, 1 through 6 from the NIV. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 6 from The Voice. As a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you, live a life that is worthy of the calling he has graciously extended to you. Be humble, be gentle, be patient. Tolerate one another in an atmosphere thick with love. Make every effort to preserve the unity of the Spirit Preserve the unity the Spirit has already created, with peace binding you together. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called, all called to pursue one hope. There is one Lord Jesus, one living faith, one ceremonial washing through baptism, and one God, the Father over all, who is above all, through all, and in all. Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. And so we're looking at humility this week. And I find it interesting that our verse um, last week from Colossians 3 and then this one from Ephesians 4. It says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient. And on Monday, we talked about how you need to be patient and humble and gentle. And I think that's a good reminder to us because sometimes... When you have a mindset of humility and being humble, sometimes, not all the times, you can be taken advantage of. And it's hard to keep that gentle peace of mind and mindset. And so it's a good reminder that you need to remain gentle and kind and persevere. And you can do it, but we do it in God's strength, not in our own strength. And this verse goes on to say, you know, that it's through those, those humble moments. And we remember that it's because there is one God, you know, one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There aren't many, there is one. And we serve that one God. And as we serve him, we humbly obey him. And we have that opportunity, that gift 
And yes, I believe it's a gift to be able to serve God because not everybody is or can. But we all can do it in our own way, whatever that is. And it's going to look different for each person. You know, how you humbly serve and how I humbly serve are going to be different. They're going to look different because you and I are different people with different experiences and backgrounds. And that's part of the beauty of, you know, having that faith in God and believing in God, that he did create us all to be different and unique. And just as he created us that way, he's also created us to serve that way. And some may not be able to humbly serve. They will try, but they just, they struggle with the humility part. Or being too humble. You know, we talked about it yesterday, how I'm doing the book study, and it talked about, you know, stop being so humble. Be proud and say, you know, here, I I did this and I can do this. You know, but there's those people that they don't need to be told, don't be humble. They need to toughen up a little because they're so humble they get taken advantage of. And it's finding that fine line, but I think in life there's a fine line in a lot of what we do, right? And it's finding balance and serving to serve and not for recognition, yet serving humbly with no recognition sometimes can be exhausting and I think that's why it says to be gentle and patient because even though no one here on earth may know what you're doing God sees what you're doing and God sees your heartitude as I like to call it God knows why you're doing it God knows if you're doing it with a humble heart or if you're doing it because you believe you have to do it And that makes a difference. If you're doing something to do it because you think it's going to earn you God's love or earn you eternal life, it's not. Those are free gifts from God. You don't earn, you know, eternity. That is a free gift. So... When you're serving and you're doing it with a humble heart, God's going to know if you're doing it truly to be humble or if you're just not saying a thing because, oh, the Bible says I'm not supposed to say anything, but, you know, you've told so-and-so and so-and-so and then you say, oh, well, don't tell anybody. Um, but we all have something that we're dealing with, okay? We all struggle with something. That's just the way we're wired. But we're all works in progress, That's a good thing that we're all works in progress because I wouldn't want to be perfect. Way too much stress. (laughs) Um, My pastor, ever since he did, he did a series on being perfectly imperfect. And ever since then, I just, I love that phrase, perfectly imperfect. That's what we are, perfectly imperfect. And I'm okay with that. I am perfectly imperfect and I'm okay with that. I am a work in progress. I do my best, I fail, I make mistakes, but I get up and I put my feet on the floor and I try again. And that's the best we can do. 
is keep trying. And in areas where we're not so humble, we can learn to practice humility. And if you pray and you ask God, Lord, teach me to be a humble servant. He is going to give you the opportunities to serve him humbly. Um, So if you don't really want to do it, don't pray and ask God. It's just like praying for patience. You know, it's like that, the running joke, don't pray for patience because how do you learn patience? By be given situations and circumstances that require them. So if you pray to be humble, the Lord's going to give you opportunities to exercise humility. Pray for patience. God gives you opportunities to exercise patience. Um, But as we're, you know, in Christmas in the Advent season, I think it's easy to really focus and be humble because there's so many people's needs. It's not that the needs are more this time of year. Just people are more aware of the needs because different organizations are doing things to help meet the needs so you're hearing about them more often. It's not necessarily that, oh, look at all the needs. Their needs went up because it's Christmas. No, their needs are the same. It's just people are more aware and more open to helping at this time of the year. What if we had the mindset of patience and humility and generosity and gentleness all year round, not just at Thanksgiving or Christmas? How would your community look different? How would your neighborhood or school look different if this wasn't just a Thanksgiving to Christmas attitude? Right? Kind of fun to think about that we could honestly change the trajectory, is that the right word, of the direction and way things go if we carried forth like this Christmas Thanksgiving attitude year round. That's exciting stuff. And it's possible with humility. If we practice that humility all year round that we practice so well between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Something to ponder. (laughs) Something to ponder. Oh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. It is Wednesday. It is a beautiful day to um, get out and do something for someone else. And I challenge you, do it without seeking recognition. Just do it with a humble heart. You know, maybe it's buying the groceries for the single mom ahead of you or behind you in the grocery line. Or, um, I don't know, what a need might be in your area, but... And if you don't aren't aware of any needs, reach out to your local school or your local food pantry and say, I'd like to do something to help anonymously. How could I best assist your nonprofit? Because there's a lot of nonprofits that can use that, that boost to continue um, doing what they do. Um, one of our favorite nonprofits is uh, having to close and <laughs> I'm still processing it. it's still quite heartbreaking to us but um, 
there's things you can do to help. And so if that's something you're interested in, just reach out to an organization and say, I'd like to help. How can I help you? And, you know, be willing to say, you know what? Is there a way I could better help you later in the year so that it would benefit more people since you have so many people helping you at this point in the year? And they might say, by all means, you know, come this time of year, we really need X, Y, or Z. And you just might have the business that can provide what it is they need. You know, maybe you're a food distributor and they're short food in February. And you can say, you know what? I could help you with that. So it might not be now, but this is the time where you might be able to reach out and say, I want to help. How can I help? If not now, later in the year, how can I help your organization? And please don't attach my name. Let it be anonymous. All right, I'm going to let you go. I have rambled at you uh, three additional minutes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for channeling your inner humility and figuring out ways to humbly serve the community that you live in. Or maybe you want to, you know, benefit the community you were raised in. Maybe you don't live there, but you know that they still have a need. So maybe you want to do something for that community. I don't know. Think outside the box. And have a wonderful, wonderful Advent season. And I will be touching base on Friday to wrap up our podcast series on humility. Thanks for listening. I'm your hostess, Lisa, and you've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real.